It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, Robert, right. before the Later, show, the dudes. temperature in here was about, I don't know, 65 degrees. And about 10 minutes in, it was 85 degrees. Ivis was wild. Ivis <laughs> ramped up. Yeah, I lost, brought the smoke. I lost my cool. I shouldn't have Wait, did that. that how disgusting. many? How many? How many bathroom breaks today? None yet. None. <laughs> None yet. Nobody. Nobody getting up in the middle I, of the I made sure no. I went before, so we good. <laughs> so Robert, really, when when you break it down, I mean, there, there was there was so much that was going on on Sunday, uh, and we on Monday we always you know try to cut up blame pie and see who has the biggest slice for your money. Who gets the biggest piece of that blame pie for what we saw Sunday? Oh, I mean, you know, I look at this and I, and I say, you know, lean on the run, right? Like to me, that's, that's, you know, kind of where the, the bread is buttered. Um, You know, you got Nick Chubb, you got Kareem Hunt in the backfield. You know, and I'm and I'm sure that's going to be the recipe this week, just because the way that the Chargers have have done with their run defense. But you got to be able to do that. But you know, you you can go all the way back to the to the first quarter. You know, not not converting a fourth down uh, early in the game. You know, not not uh, kicking a field goal there. You know, so many decisions throughout the course of the game can have an impact at the end of the game. So. It's never one thing, man. You, you, you no. know, we, we like to we we always like to do that. We always try and look at the big plays, and of course, we remember what happens at the end of games, not so much at the beginning of games. Uh, but you know, the uh, the play with uh, Zacchaeus late, you know, pass breakdown or uh, coverage breakdown, and then you get the face mask on that one, puts him in position, you know, ultimately to, to kick the winning field goal there. You know, you can you can look at that one play, but there are a lot of things throughout the course of the game uh, that uh, can, can end up making a difference. You I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're talking about decisions. It, it, are, it sounds to me like you're saying, well, <clears throat> all of that trickles uphill to the head coach. Well, ultimately, I, I think he, he would say the same thing. Coach Stefanski's got big shoulders. He can take it. Uh, you know, the, and, and again, once you, once you get into a game, you know, the, the plans tend to change, but, uh, you know, you can only come up with schemes, right? Uh, you can try and tell players what to do and where they're supposed to be, but, uh, you know, that, that coverage, uh, how do you have a coverage breakdown like that? You know, how do you lose a guy late in a game, uh, situations like that? You could say it's Coach Stefanski and ultimately the, you know, the defensive staff, but, it's just uh, it's just the way that football goes sometimes. You know, guys got to guys got to suit up and make plays. You know, whatever's called, you know, get your responsibilities and, and understand situations in a game. Robert, obviously the you know the Browns are hamstrung here by a lot of injuries up front. They had no veterans in the front last week. It showed. Tyvis was going crazy about it, deservedly so, because nobody said when they were running play after play after play, nobody stepped up. But going forward, like. Last week, it's almost we reacted as if the Browns were a 15-point favorite. They were a one-point favorite in Atlanta. Same thing this week. The Chargers are favored. They deserve to be, even in Cleveland, but they're only a three-point favorite. If the Browns win this game, it's not crazy. I know I know the Chargers are a good team, but I think they're pretty one-dimensional. They, Eckler's a good player, but they, they use him more as a pass catcher than they do as a straight runner. They, you know, uh, I don't know if Keenan Allen's going to play this game, and they can't stop the run at all against mediocre yeah. backs. So I think the Browns can stay in this game. I think they can win this game. I don't think it's crazy to think that it's a week to no, week league, right? You know, no, I, it, it is certainly a week to week league, and you know, you get that run game going at home. You know, play keep away, uh, and 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 as you said, having Keenan Allen potentially out in this game. Uh, you know, the, the, the key here is, you know, can your, can your linebackers cover Eckler coming out of the backfield? He's certainly, you know, a dangerous pass catcher. So uh, I don't think it's, I don't think that, I don't think it's crazy at all. Now, I, I, I don't know the status you guys probably do of, uh, you know, Clowney and Garrett. I know that they're both uh, uh, listed as questionable, but it certainly would help to have those guys yeah. back or at least one of them. Right. Right. We should get more word on it today. I mean, I, my thought is that 
I, I can't imagine Miles Garrett's going to play. I, don't I know can't either. Quality. I mean, there was a report over the weekend that he could miss two yeah. to four games, according yeah. to Adam Schefter. Mm-hmm. So that's not. Good. Did they actually list it? Okay, so they the, the shoulder sprain. I didn't. I didn't see what the actual injuries were from the accident. But yeah, be be nice to have him back. But you know, just wishing the best in his recovery. Robert, let's shift to the. Let me shift to the Buckeyes. Who would have won the fight, Ryan Day or Greg Schiano? <laughs> my money would have been on Shiano. I don't know about you, but that's just, that's just, that's just my initial take, man. He's yeah. he's got that. He's got that kind of mean to him, I think. That, you know, even if uh, Ryan Day, you know, landed a couple blows, he's the kind of guy that, uh, you know, he, he's definitely not stopping, right? Yeah, I would have paid to see it. I, I don't think they should have done the fake punt, honestly. <laughs> no, 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 no. They but did. that was a cheat. But no, you can't the, hit the cheat. That's not, they, that's they not what happened. No, I didn't yeah. call it. But it don't, seems, don't it do seems it. like that's a play, though. It seems like that's a play where they tell the punter. Yes. Yeah. If you have room there and you know go. you can make it, go. But, but don't, don't you say to the punter when you win it by 50, it's not the NFL. I mean, yeah. I mean look, it's like the base runner that steals the base. The Rutgers player is still out of line. You don't hit a guy like that. That's There's no reason for that. But that's just how I thought of it. No, there's no reason for it, but here's the thing. You're, I think you're right. That's where the special teams coach has to say, look, normally we would say do that, but, you know, you don't want to even show something like that against Rutgers, right? Like, uh, right. What, like what's, the, what's, the, what's the point of doing something like that in the game? But I don't think that was, you know, the coaching staff right. saying before no, that's the fair. play, hey, if it's open, take it. It's them failing to say, if it's open, don't take it. You know, yeah. Robert, I'll tell you what. I look at it like this, man. I'm a, I'm a little old school myself. <laughs> you know, y'all y'all play baseball. Y'all, y'all, baseball pitchers do do worse for less. I don't even. <laughs> you flip a bat, they put one between your shoulder blades at 100 miles an hour. Listen, the I kicker. Bogus. Hey, the kicker, he had to know he was going to get that work. He's like, I done ran out of it. Halfway, halfway <laughs> in his run, he's probably thinking. Yeah, we is up 50. I might, <laughs> I might want to hit that slide. Yeah. I'm going to hit that slide. Well, I don't think it ever came into his mind. Like, so, so to, to Tyvis's point, I'm sure the special teams coach coaches, if you see a look Go. that you have an yeah. opening and you know you can get to the stick, do it. But understand this. Don't come back on this sideline if you don't get there. <laughs> so you got to be 1,000% sure. Right. Now, the second part of that coaching trick is – Use it judiciously. Yeah. If it's fifty right. to nothing, <laughs> and we're, yeah. it, it, punt the ball. But this is the thing: how many, how, how the many opportunities? How right? many opportunities does a punter get no, to I, put it I, actually to do it in the game? He probably did exactly what the coach told him. Exactly. And, 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 and on the other side of the lines, he's saying, if somebody run a fake punt on you, let's get this right. I want you to put him in. He better be. He put him in the third row. Take the fifteen. And you better be caught. I don't care. Yep. I don't care if you. I don't care if he's out of bounds. You make him make the butt pay for that. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's definitely what so, saying on the other side. And and you know when you when you coach a team that's that good. Now typically you're not punting much when you're up True, forty. Right. Yes. You're not. Right. So it, but yeah. in this instance, this kid was he's from Australia. Yeah. He didn't grow up watching this. He doesn't know the unwritten rules of the game. It's just like the kid that's new to baseball that swipes a bag when it's ten to one, and the whole dugout. His own dugout is looking out at him, saying, "The hell are you doing? You're going to get somebody well, hurt in the batter's box." But that's exa- but that's exactly why it's on the coaching staff, right? Yes, I agree. Being on, yeah. Ultimately, it's on the head coach. Ultimately, it's on Ryan Day and and the special teams coach, right? And, yes. and that I think that's what that's what got Greg Schiano angry. You know, to what degree is that justified? I, you know, I, I don't Robert, know. let me I ask you this. Should Shiano have known? I mean, he's got to know Ryan Day didn't call that. He's got to understand the kid took it upon himself. What is he doing running all the way across the field? Usually bad things happen when you do that. Yeah, I mean, there's no question about it. But, you know, we're, it's what we've been saying, though. He, he should know. Ryan Day should know. Because ultimately it's the head coach, right? It's the head yeah. coach telling the special teams coach, and it, clearly, the special teams coach didn't say it to the punter that yeah. you're not supposed to take off in this situation, in this game, with this score. You just don't do it. But yeah. at the same, you know, by the same token, like he went, and you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's ever justified hitting a guy out of bounds, especially yeah. when it's a punter. Because you, you want to do it, you want to do it against, you always have to do it against a real football player. Yeah, yes, exactly. But you always have this defense. Stop it. 
Like, yeah, if college. you don't like it, the stop NFL, it. I agree with that. It's co- I don't know. I yeah, think it's college. It, but stop it. High yeah. school will be even worse. But Robert, last it's, week it's, we're a, asking- it's a little bit different. <laughs> if, it's a little bit different if you're talking about regular offense, right? right. Like, sure. If you're just running your regular offense, right? And you're and you score a rushing touchdown, for example, late. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed right. to yeah. take a knee. Exactly. Agreed. By the way, last week we were joking about me and McNuggets playing tailback and the Buckeyes would still win and Jay was panicking about it because he's he's very superstitious and in the beginning of the game Jay was like this doesn't look like you guys can play running back and by the end of the game we could have played running back Jay and you would have won well it's it's not can you play the position can you take a snap it's how long until you know you bust a, an Achilles tendon oh I'd be out on the first play else, right? I'd be out yeah. on the first play <laughs> You get a couple plays. I got a couple plays. At least I got some size, McNuggets. You got nothing. On the first play, as soon as he take off. Ooh. (laughs) Coach, come get me. Flat board. Uh, Hey, I I can't I I can't laugh. The same thing would happen to me. There's no question about it. I've had I've had some uh, you know, have some friends that have torn Achilles tendons, and I've, I've taken way too much pleasure in it, so it's just a matter of yeah, time. Yeah, it's a matter I, of time. I've done it. I've torn my Achilles. Well, I've great torn difference, mine. though, Robert. Once upon a time, you were, you were a great player. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, once, elite once, athletes, once upon a very I was an adequate uh, high school baseball Rob, player. Robert, does, is Peyton Thorne from Michigan State got what it takes to beat the Buckeyes? <laughs> the secondary is a little suspect right, at it. this moment. Stop it. Man, this, uh, this is a Michigan State situation. What is it, three straight losses now? I mean... They got some problems, and they got man. boat raced by Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. they they got well, I mean, Min- Washington Min- and Min- Minnesota back to back. Robert Minnesota yeah, did look like the real deal, but then Minnesota went out last week and laid yeah. an egg. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but Michigan State's got some real problems. But yeah. well, they you know, did the beat Akron. The, so. the, but but the same <laughs> things keep. It seems like the same things keep happening with Ohio oh, State. Man, I, you know, I don't. I, you know, you never want to pick on college kids. But Denzel Burke has got some real issues tracking the ball boy doesn't he even if even if he's in the right place don't get me started he just he just seems he just seems lost i don't know Tybus, you're the defensive guy don't man. give like, me I, I don't even want to yeah, go he's there. done with Denzel. i don't want to yeah, we got the, we got a text from him before the game about him changing his number again <laughs> and he's like i'm done with dude i'm done with him he does look yeah. like he does not belong robert one thing before we let you go here's my concern for the buckeyes uh, they playing, and and I know that you, you play the schedule that you have. And Notre Dame did did give them a game into the fourth quarter, but I have a real concern with this team because they've been in one blowout after another after another. They haven't been tested, and down the road, Penn State and Michigan are going to test them. I'm concerned that they're playing all of these easy teams, and are they going to be ready when they find out that they're going toe to toe with somebody for four quarters? Well, they better be ready. And again, that's on the coaching staff, right? You know, you the, the best players that you're going to face until that time, players in practice. And, you know, a lot of times uh, teams don't want to do that, but you got to have good on good. you got to have your best players against your best players. So that's the way that you prepare for situations like that, especially when you're going through a schedule that's a little bit softer, man. you got to have those sessions in practice where you have your best players playing against your best players. That's that's preparation, the best preparation for me. All right. Thanks, Robert. Robert, thanks, man. We'll see you next week. You got a game this week, or are you just uh, chilling watching football like us? Man, I'm I'm so damn excited about this weekend. We got Philly at Arizona. So oh, wow. Mm. One, one undefeated team left in the league, and we got them this weekend down in the desert. And we all know what Kyler Murray can do. You know, just <laughs> he's one of those guys that – defies the X's and O's, right? <clears throat> Forget, you know, times you talk about, uh, you know, scheme. Scheme can only get you to the right place if you're That's following true. orders. You know, it's it's another thing completely mm. when you got to try and tackle a guy like that. It reminds me in the days, you know, back with the Vikings when uh played against Barry Sanders and just the horror stories in the locker room, man. It was hilarious. The day after games, like, defensive players like I thought I had him man and just you know guys laughing at each other but you know Jalen Hurts and that uh, that Philadelphia offense have been fantastic you know with the addition of A.J. Brown he's made a huge difference yeah yeah Yeah, so it should be a good one yeah Yeah. enjoy the call we'll be watching should be a great game too a very good game Robert Smith okay guys have a good one all right Robert we'll see you next week um McNuggets you want you got some business to take care of here 
Yeah, I just want to make sure if anyone tuned in after the 11 o'clock start, you missed Tyvis breakdown, the Browns coverage bust against Atlanta. Earlier in the show, you can go find that. Very well We also done. talked about what the Browns have to do to stop Herbert. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So make sure you go back, subscribe. We got t-shirts, the link's in the YouTube chat. And as you can see, Earl behind us, we're going to play True and False Earl next. to Pearl. The human and easel. Have, <laughs> markers for everybody. We're this updating is, this the game This is literally my bit. True or False board. This I, is absurd. I, I told you it was huge. Oh, right. But they don't sell, they don't sell the one-foot ones? Well, Do I we have to on the fly here. Everyone oh, right else is normal size. You, you get the, uh, the massive board here. I can't. Here. can't. I told you it was giant. Uh, Earl, make sure they all have it. Everybody knows. We got to well, straighten this out by now. We know it's J.A.M.S. Yeah, you're going to see mine for sure. So what we're going to do is we're going to still allow a little discussion, but instead of each person saying true or false and then letting the person who goes last dictate their board. answer based off everyone else, <laughs> Let me get uh, we're nice. going to do it on the fly. Let me, Let me get Jay's little board over there. Yeah, my, my board there. <laughs> I'm the only one that brought my own board, and I get stuck with the one that looks like a football field. You know when you win, you get the small board. How about that? Jay right. tried to pick it on the big board. Dead, dead. The winner should get the big board. And I, I say, they no. should. Dead, dead last, oh, get the shoot. big board. There. I wasn't dead last last week. I was second to you. Were you? Yes. I thought he came down to me and him. Got they marked on my hand tied. already. Oh, well, he was dead last. <laughs> yeah, no, no last, last week I was in the lead for the whole game, and then Tyvis came up and got it. In, yeah, but I, I finished Tyvis. That, that is how All right, enough whining going on here. Let's go. I got the little one. Does everyone have a marker? This is absurd. Does everyone have a marker? Yeah. Does everybody have a makeshift eraser? Are we going to buy a new board by next week? Yes. Okay. This is just it's not in the budget. It adds to the comedic effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when, when uh, Sir Yacht was in with the giant teddy bears. Yeah, exactly. has that same feel. Who's our player this week? Our player today is, drumroll please, Joel Batonio. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, we had to do a lot of digging to find I a bunch no of facts chance. on him, but we found some good yeah, ones. Yeah, the bios on offensive linemen are usually pretty thin. So it was called for holding seven times. Once eight forty-two oysters okay, in one sitting. Uh, Steve ahead. Becker, EP says Jay Board's hilarious. So thank you for getting the comedic effect. Here. We can't see Jay. All right, Steve, let's play the music. It's the this best show we've ever Women's had. Watch, by the way, it is our makeshift Jeopardy music. And let's take the first fact here. We may switch it halfway through. This is makeshift Jeopardy. Are you kidding me? This is Jeopardy. This is home. This is the elevator music section of this our universal awful. library. This is not what I was thinking. Okay. Well, we'll switch it midway this through. First, true or false here. Joel Batonio is the only four-time winner of the PFWA Dino Lucerelli Good Guy Award. True or false? You guys can still talk about it. I mean, aren't you part Italian, Mike? <laughs> Uh, Aren't you part Italian? I am not part Italian. Uh, Anthony's like, very Italian. So how do you say Lucarelli? I mean, it's Lucarelli, right? Lucarelli. Anthony, Anthony doesn't not, not I mean, have It's an probably Lucarelli. Lucarelli is not Italian sounding. <laughs> I can't wait to see you turn this big thing. All right. I got my answer. I got one. Is everyone ready? Yeah. Well, let's flip them. True. True, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> That says false. It says false. He wrote it. And a false. He wrote it small. Steve, let's cut to the answer. That's definitely he true. He wrote it small. It is false. What? Oh, three times. He's a three-time. See, 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 this is, no, see, that's, 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 that's that old, a lame one. That's all that anchor lame. stuff. Why is that a lame win? He, he, he lame. Had I them, mean, you guys got it wrong. He, I got it right. How is that lame? He had it written covered out. It. He, he covered that in a, in a, in a five on five 
some little, some little random humanitarian. I'm just laughing at the award that the media gives out. Yes. 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 In the training yeah, no, no, I know he exactly. probably, Nobody's I, ever won it four times. Are you, and he awarded three it three times. times. Yeah. And I just remember because when he when he did win it, I think he was the first three. No, I think one other player won it three times. He's the second. Yes. He was the second person mm. to win it and three I, times. I, no one's won it four times. Right. My right. question: Are you going to write every answer this well? Watch and win. Number two, number two, Steve. Let's punch it up. Joel Batonio's father, Mike, was a bare knuckle mixed martial artist, mixed martial artist in the 1990s. AKA he fought bare knuckle brawls and got paid for it. True or false? Mm. I don't know. He might. I don't know either. <laughs> was, I, I mean, come on. He was knocking fools out in the 90s. I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, Mike Tyson was back in the 90s. It but. seems like Joe Batonio is so big. His dad. <laughs> Mixed martial arts wasn't that. even that big that time. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah. No. 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 Wait a second. Hey, man. You no, wait, wait a second. Yeah, he went. I had true, so. All right, I had false. It is true. The answer is true. Oh, my God. And Jay's mixing it up, so that's everyone, <laughs> but, Bull. everyone but Bull gets a point here. I have been terrible. Bull is already mathematically eliminated. <laughs> I, mean, I, I like the boards, by the way. The, the absurd size of the boards adds a little something. I'm glad it. someone likes it. Now you got to erase that big stuff. Because you told, want to he stole my paper to erase it, too. He was like, give me that. I need some money. I need more paper. <laughs> Look at my board. <laughs> All right, number three. Yeah. Number three. Speaking of number three. Man, this is a Joe Batonio has started at three different positions along the Browns' offensive line since being drafted. Is that true or false? Hey, come on, bro. Stop playing with me. Oh, crap. Oh. I'm going to say stop playing with me, too. Stop playing with me. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say stop playing with me, too. I hope, All right. I hope I'm right. I'm creeping up in this. Has everybody written their answer? Yeah, Jay, Jay got a he got, it takes a while. I, I know he started at two. I can't remember if he started at three. I'm saying false. Let's flip. Jay says false. true. He says, Jay says true. Tyvis is false. The answer? It is false. Yes! I'm about to say he ain't played no center. He has only started yeah, left tackle. Way to tie it up, Jay! I'm right, I'm right back up. I thought he played center. No, no. I didn't think he played no center. I played left tackle. Now, Austin Corbett played center. Austin Corbett played center. He played center. Uh, all right, I got two. No, Austin Corbett's Corbett also the third highest rated. I, I think us three is lineman this year. Who is Corbett? Sure, because we gave up on him. Yeah. <laughs> he'll just be, they'll be number one next year. <laughs> Wyatt Teller's number two for the record. And did, doesn't Corbett have a Super Bowl ring? <gasps> yes, he, he played for the. He's going on to play for the Rams and the Chiefs. Guard's not a problem for the Browns, though. No, it's not. Yeah. All right, let's but take was, the next he, one here. True or false? Joe Batonio is currently the longest tenured member the Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> hold on. I'm trying to hold, hold on. on. Let me stop. I'm not going to rush your judgment on this thing. Because it sounds, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on now. When you say member, are you talking just player? <coughs> yeah, player, not not front office. Yeah. Not player, yeah. <coughs> hold on. on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me go doom, through this roller doom, 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 Do you guys hear the dramatic doom, music doom, playing now? Doom. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, the first one, it didn't work as well as I thought it was going to. Yeah, come on, We're going to reevaluate. I don't even know why you thought that would work due to <laughs> elevator music. Well, you know, Jeopardy. <coughs> This job. is like, you know, this is building suspense. Show us your answer. All right, what do you guys got? All right, let's roll. All right, let's, let's turn it around before you take it, Steve. Let's see what everyone's doing. Now, true. we get an extra point if we know who true. is? True. The all-time, uh, the, the, the. Everyone leader? says true. The answer? It's true. Wait a minute. What, 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 what? It is true. Okay. Yes, it is. What is wrong with you? Oh, you <laughs> uh, am I a true on here? No, he had fall. Yeah, yeah, that was close. Yeah. What are you talking about, bro? All right, so what's your landings right now? I was sitting there like, no, look, look. You got to No, look. Oh, you didn't drop the ball. No, look, check it out. He you can see that I had true. I, it was false. Every Rewind that tape. Look at him. We said Who did you think it was? I thought it was the long snapper. No. no, he's one year, one year behind. Damn! What's the standing? I didn't even standings right now. Is Tyvis and G are three and one. Jay and Bull is always on Just say the wins, Mikey. Just the wins. Well, then you have two, and they have three. Okay. Don't confuse us. <laughs> okay. Confusing up here. Say it like the way to Let's make you look better. Let's take the next one. We are halfway through. 
Joel Batonio won Nevada's Scout Team Player of the Year award as a freshman. He went to Nevada. Why would you be on Scout Team? I feel like he should have been playing. I don't know. Why he was. They, he's why probably, would they? Why, why would, would they put him on Scout? I did a lot of research. Why would they make that up? Batonio facts. Trust I don't me. Don't give any clues over here. What are you doing? Would you make that up, Mikey? Would I? Try to get inside his head. No, man. Listen, he was a, he was a, he was a, he was a Mountain West, he was a Mountain West All-American. Here we gonna do, you know, you gonna play me? Well, not as a freshman. But but you can't say that. You trying to, you trying to slay me? Titus, are you ready? We waiting on G. G, you ready? Let's roll. Let's turn the boards. We have a false. False across the board. False across the board. Let's take it, Steve. Oh! It was Chubby oh! Redshirt as a true just, freshman. <laughs> that was You know what's sad is I really thought game. about it. Yeah. I was like, he, why would he make that up, though? Like, we, all, we all got suckers. How is he on scout team? That, that coach should have been fired. I don't know what the hell they're doing freshman. over there. Hell, Michael Jordan got cut from his uh, first <laughs> team. That's just going to show you. Yeah. Dummies. Let's take question number five. That was my chance, man. Joel Batonio ran a sub five second 40 yard dash in the NFL combine. I have no idea. I have really no idea. While you guys think, I want to re read you the results of our pre true and false fan poll. We asked, yeah. who do we think would win? G. Bush, you were the fan favorite at 34%. G. Bush could win every fan vote. Tyvis came in second, then Jay, then Bull. Wait, wait a minute. Before this question. When we first started this segment, you guys accused me of cheating. I was so good, and I've gone can down I, with rappers. Can, I ask, too, you know, last can I ask a question before we reveal this? You can ask. I may not answer. What round did he did he get drafted in? No, Erroneous. you can't answer that. I'm not answering. Erroneous. They, I mean, I don't know it, if it has nothing to do with this. No, you didn't, but that's okay. Yeah. It sounded good. Irrelevant. Man, I don't well, know. Both. That's yeah, Erroneous didn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Hey, man, he's a guard coming in. I don't know very many guards that run below a five. I think he looks like a 5-1-2 guy. He probably is. 5-1-2. All right. Let's I got it. false. I got false. I got true. Is it so one true, three falses? Yeah. So so Tyvis can Tyvis make it. Tyvis is right. He's going to take it. All right. He's going to take the lead. Let's see it. All right. He ran a four. Oh, oh my God! Four yes. Oh. yes. <laughs> Time is up one now. Dang. Time is up one. Oh my goodness! Woo, that would have so my four, stomach. Four three boy. two two, right? Woo! Four three two it's, two, heading yeah. into my, the final two My stomach. Two my final stomach two was in knots. Still tired. You can still tired. I'm at a huge disadvantage uh, here. I got the freaking. What does that have to do with true or false? It takes a lot of work to be <laughs> here. It's a big distraction. Jay's mentally strained. I understand. I'm okay, let's take the next taxed. one here, Steve. Question number seven. Joe Batonio's favorite athlete as a child was Allen Iverson. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. G, you know this, this answer? It's doing wonders for me. I love this. Music. You know this answer, G? <laughs> and I'm over here like, I don't know. I'm Oscar and Grouchy. I'm pulling I'm pulling a Costanza right now. My like... instincts have been so bad lately, I'm going against my instinct. Dang. That could be deadly. <laughs> Allen Iverson was a lot of people's favorite. He was. G, you ready? Yeah. Tyvis, you good? Yeah, I guess. Let's flip it. Everyone flip. I got true. True. False. True and false, so a half split here. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, we're talking about practice. That's an Allen Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> Direc Director Steve. Not we're sure talking about practice. We're talking about we talking about practice. All right. Let's see if this is true. Yes. His favorite athlete as a child. Yes. Kobe Bean Bryant. Woo! I give up. All oh, right. man. So, 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 so I'm down one, right? Yep. You need this, and Tyvis needs to miss this oh, to go to a sudden oh death overtime. Oh, my gosh. You true, didn't you? I did. So, <laughs> Steve Becker, we need a, we need a tiebreaker question here. Steve, No, there's listening. one left, I thought you said. I know, one but left. They tie, but if it ends up tied. Oh, if, if. At least you can't do the, the strategy of just picking the opposite. Right. Guys, guys, my board is so big, no lie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've got to, I've got to use water to clean it. We will yeah. have a smaller board next week. We promise. Okay. Last. I question. think the loser should have to use it. <laughs> That's fair. So Paul is pretty tied. That is true. I should have, I should have come up with that. There's idea. a lot of pressure now on this last question. Okay. The last question matters for everybody. Fast. Okay. Betonio was the starting left tackle for Nevada the year. Colin Kaepernick was named an AP oh All-American. Oh, my gosh. Betonio <sighs> been in the game <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I just knew so I could have. I would be the four-time champion. And I, I G go get it, man. She go get it. I don't know. Well, you guys have the same answer. You. I win. hope we do. I hope Everybody we ready? Do. I'm ready. Uh, before G and Tyvis, you hold yours. I got this one. I Jay got this one. And Bull. Oh. True. See. True. Jay. No, I'll be the last to flip it. No, he said. No, no, I want you to go first to determine last place. Then we'll get the winner. Oh, this is determined last place. This is you versus oh. Bowl. You versus Bowl, real quick. Oh, well, hold on. I gotta change my answer. No. <laughs> oh, oh, Jason, true too. I did. Okay, so now, now, Tyvis and uh, G, let's see what you got. Oh, different answers. Oh, and let's see. Oh, my goodness. So we have a let's winner. Let's see. Please. We have a winner. We have. Take it, Steve. I, I can't hold it anymore. We have a tie. Yeah! Oh, it's a tie! He comes back down the street. was an All American 2010, the year Betonio was and a winner. And we're tied, shirt. too. You guys tied, too. So Steve Becker's on with a. Uh, he's in with a tiebreaker let's question. Let's go. We're going to take 60 seconds with Karis Levert when we come back. We'll have a tiebreaker question. Oh, oh, he's got to he's oh, he come up with it. <laughs> so let's take the package here, Steve, and we come back with a tiebreaker. He said, I'm putting Tiebreakers would be a not a true or false, right? It should just be something that can be multiple. <laughs> yes, we will have a question to determine. So we are going. But right now, let's, let's listen to Karis Avert. 60 seconds. Let's take the package. I'm like, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Why do we take that so seriously? I don't know. <laughs> We're just guessing. I'm up to these. I don't know why. Back at Cast Media Day for another oh. 60 oh, seconds this, this time with Karis Levert. Karis, how are you doing today? Great, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Karis, favorite cheat meal? Bro, he called you bro. Chocolate chip cookies or pancakes. Wait, it's the best one yet. Or I could go on and on. Chocolate chip pancakes? I'm not really a chocolate chip pancake fan. I don't like how the chocolate chips mix with the syrup. Agreed. But Fact. chocolate chip cookies and pancakes, like. By yeah, themselves? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Toughest arena to play in, in the NBA. I don't know if any of them are tough to play in. My favorite. Toughest crowd, then, to play again. Hmm. The Warriors fans are pretty rowdy. Um, Celtics fans are a little rowdy. What's your go-to karaoke song? Probably Lil Baby, um, Freestyle. You want to give us a bar real quick? Shout out my label, that's me. I'm in it. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I ain't trying to curse on here. <laughs> hey, we're a YouTube show. It's all good. Uh, who's the best dancer on the team? Probably Darius. You know, Darius is like 20 years old, man, so they know all them dance moves. <laughs> I heard Dylan. Damn kids. And everything. I heard Dylan Windler's got a couple. Dylan can't really dance too, though. Dylan might have a little, a little, a little brother in him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he might. Have you gotten to know Robin Lopez yet? Yeah. Well, crazy thing is, I played with um, his brother Brooke my first year, um, so I know Brooke very well. Um, I'm still learning Robin though, but they look so much alike. It's just, if, me up every day. <laughs> and last but not least, dream vacation. It. You could bring two non-family members. I know why they nailed the handshake. Taking on dream vacation. Where you the go? The bro vibes are flowing. We're boys. Probably going somewhere on the beach. I heard. Um, I don't know. Probably just the nicest beach. I don't know where that is. Who's coming with you? Who's coming with me? Two non-family members. <laughs> PR counts. He thinking of two girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> you got a guy know, behind man. there. That's a good question. I don't want to get in trouble on here. <laughs> he's taking. You know, he, he's telling me. Uh, he's taking me in the PR. Right. That, the PR. That's it. Me and Karis no, next vacation. Karis, thank you so much. That's sixty seconds with. Whoa! Oh, nailed it. <sighs> totally nailed the handshake. Wow. We did finally got one. He he was gonna name two Instagram models. He was like, I definitely going to. I like that Mikey's hip enough to know to ask him about the bars. Can you give us some bars? Yeah, exactly. Like I would have never known to say bars. How would I have known that? 
You need because to get I'm out not 50. More. I'm 50 years old. How would I know that? You got you know, it. Bar. What, is, okay. what is with this drawing? Got, it's, it's, it's He's a stick figure with this. It's too tight. You got to pull out a little bit, but then Pause. you get a reflection of the light. Oh, is, is you funny? <laughs> oh, it's a stick figure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you guys ready for the tiebreaker? I hope that question? they put that at the end. Tiebreaker question. And this is for yes. everybody. Yes. yes. It's a two part <sighs> tiebreaker question. But right. well, I'm not going to win. Gee, you got your bill because I hit that. Antonio Bates too and much. get to Dave Richard with fantasy. <laughs> That's okay. too much. Okay, two parts. There's going to be two answers to this question. <laughs> Bless you. How Bless many you. times has Joel Batonio been named to the NFL's All-Pro team? And how many times was he a first-team All-Pro? So two answers. One's total All-Pro nominations. The second answer is how many times was he named a first-team All-Pro? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> what if you get one right and the other one's not right? Well, then if G gets I need my napkin. Right, then you win. Uh -oh. the, the, the two is in case there's a secondary but tie. We could have a tie even after this. It's true. Possible. I think the tiebreaker is guess his weight, and the closest one to his weight wins. <sighs> We could do that as the next. G should know this right. though. G's a line, like a he's a D line, so he should kind of know. G's like, writing like a book. Over all right, here, here we bro. go. You ready? All right, everyone's turning around. I got two and one. I got three and one. Three and one. I originally had two and zero. <laughs> what is with you? Why everybody? Did you guys both do three and one? <laughs> yeah, I three we and did. One. Both we did two so and one. <laughs> the answer, boy, you did two and one. You said? Yeah. yeah. The the correct answer is four and one. Oh. Oh, we, closer, we, we are closer, but I'm not in last. No. All right, I get the big board. I'm going week. to grant the last place. <laughs> Why you do that? Okay. Woo. We're going to guess, though. Get rid of that. I, I like that. Guess Joel Batonio's listed playing weight. Whoever's closer wins. Oh, G my times. goodness. I don't know, man. Well, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Just guess. I have a guess. <sighs> you guys can't. Don't don't guess. I, There's I no way it's that. accurate, by the way. They always under. Yeah, but what they're listed at. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's fair to go with This that. is according to Browns.com. This is his official team bio. What is Joel Betonio listed at weight-wise? <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. I've been getting everything wrong. So I if like I think that. you're wrong, you're probably right. right. Let's see it. I think Tyvis is too low. Oh, 317. Ooh, that's close. And what's Tyvis? 308. They might be right in the middle. I was going to say And we have a winner. It's G. The people's champ <laughs> is once again the people's champ. He is listed at 320. Three pounds uh, off. I don't know. Hey, hey, you know what? Hey, I just, big fella can recognize big, big fella. fella. Hey, first and foremost, man, I want to just thank God for this victory. <laughs> I also want to thank my mom, that uh, was my too mom, much. Um, Dorothy Bush and Ronald Bush. I want to thank my beautiful wife for holding me down all these years and buying me a car. I want to. <laughs> And I want to thank the fans for supporting me, as always, because the People's Champ wouldn't be anything without you guys. Yes, yes, yes. All yes. right, see you. So now nice you've job. won twice. You've won twice. I won three times. You won three times? He, he, you won three. Yeah, he, he, okay. I've won the first, I I won the won first one. time, and I've been a disaster since. Yeah. All right. Guys, well, that was a the, lot of fun. You have to use the big board next. Oh, one. yeah. I'm That's a disaster. Boy, I was so distracted. Fun. And you know your arm's kind of short, so you got to – I don't know how you're going to be. He's going to be trying to write on that boy like I'm this. I'm going to be leaning it to the side of my chair. <laughs> That's what I write like this. Yeah. I like yeah. this. Make sure y'all give right. him a cup of water <laughs> so he can splash it on there. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't get the ink. I don't know if they give me a permanent black marker or what, but I stain that thing all up. Hey, is there any way we could get people in the chat to play that game along with us? I they, do, they do play they do, with yeah. Wow. Wow. Dude. Anybody get them all right? Uh, I'm not following as no. we go. Anthony, did anyone get them all right in the YouTube chat? The Usually way. they're pretty honest in how they do. Yeah. Nah. Speaking, this is a fantasy thing. Because we got Dave coming on yeah. next. We do. We're trying to get Dave. We're having a little audio issues with it's Dave. It's a so good thing a that me and you didn't make that trade because Cole Beasley retired today. Yeah, he I did retire? I didn't care about Cole Beasley. He was just a throw in. He retired. Yeah. That's a I was going to cut him that. anyway. <laughs> yeah, I offered Tyvis a trade yeah. in fantasy football. I couldn't take it. And he was like, and then I had to pull it off because I realized when I had set up the transactions, I had made a mistake for how long it takes to process a trade. Right. So I had to pull the trade off, change the transaction setting, and Tyvis was like, what happened? I was going to accept the trade. I said, just give me a minute. 
I got to reset it up and then I'll reoffer it. And to you, you never which did. I did. He gave oh. me too much time to think and about it. And then he changed his mind. What are the records right now? Oh, I'm one and three. I'm terrible. I'm two and two. So you bounced back. You were all in two. Yeah, and I think I'm third or fourth in points. I'm I'm three and one right now. He got took his first loss. I took who you lose to Leroy. Man, he came out there. Ah, you supposed to beat him. I hate. I mean, Jason's four and zero. Jason ain't gonna lose. Wow, four and zero. He got Lamar week to Mikey. He got Lamar and. And, uh, Josh Allen. It's yeah. hard to beat that. And Lamar had a bad game this week. And he, know, yeah. he still won, but he beat Mikey by one point. What's Brad? Two, Surprisingly decent. He might be three and one. Uh, I, I, look, I ain't yeah, gonna I'll take win, a look. So I got the standings. My team is, is not. This good. first time you've done it, Ty? No. No. This is my before. second year doing yeah. it. <laughs> I, I listen. I feel like I listen. I got. I feel like I got so much money invested. I feel like I done invested with Bernie Madoff right now. To be I'm honest, to right, be honest right, I don't even care. I don't even care. Here, here are the standings as of now. Jason in first place, he's 4-0. Garrett in second place at 3-1. There's uh, five teams tied at 2-2. Two two. Buckeye Destroyer, which is Leroy, yeah. he's oh, technically in third last, place. Huh? I'm in fourth. The tiebreakers oh, no. are the points. Mike Earl's in fifth. That. Tim is sixth. Brad is in seventh. At two and two. It's on the thing. Then uh, Anthony's an eighth. Oh, yeah, there we go. Anthony an eighth. By the way, Anthony, you got more points than Brad. Brad actually got uh, the least amount of points except for Mikey McNuggets. He's in dead last. <laughs> one and three with the lowest point total. <laughs> That's uh, not but good. But G actually has more points, significantly more points than Jason. 50 more. 40 more. Yeah, I, 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 I got, G team, nice. I got I got tripped up. Deontay Johnson is, is you know, I got to ask him, when can, when can we sit him with this Pittsburgh Steelers uh, passing game? Yeah, I, I just don't feel comfortable. You should have never drafted a Steelers wide receiver. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like drafting a Browns wide receiver. Not Dude, I mean, Cooper. I've had my two best running backs are out. Javante Williams out for the year and DeAndre oh, Swift's been out for a few weeks. I was going to ask you. Wow. Like, oh, I, I had Jamal Williams. I don't have Melvin Gordon. But uh, uh, anyway, let's, is, do we have Dave? He he can't hear us. We can hear him. Oh. He can't hear us. So well, that would be sorry because I can write the questions down for him on the big board. D <laughs> <Yeah>. hop come <laughs> back in two weeks and it's on <laughs> from the space station. Yeah, right, Once exactly. D hop come back, it's on. Well, if Mel, I can give you some advice. If Melvin Gordon happens to be a free agent in the league, which he's probably not because he was splitting carries, he's his stock is way up because Javante Williams is out for the year. He tore his ACL. He's done for the year. Yeah. Uh, Mike Boone, I'll, I'll, I'll say, maybe a good guy to pick up this week because he might split carries with Melvin Gordon. What about Kenny Pickett? I mean, <laughs> I don't know why you'd play. You're not going to play Kenny Pickett. It, I know we this start is a two. two quarter, this is, well, this Even is in a two quarterback league, I think Dave would advise you. All right, not guys, to we got Kenny we got Dave. I think we figured out the issues. Dave, can you hear us now? I got you. Oh. Do you hear me? Perfect. We can hear yes. you. Yeah, it's a little it's a little hard, but we can hear you. I like the background there. Nice, look at the Cowboys signed helmet. I mean, those are like two hateable teams, though, Dave, between Miami and that and the Cowboys. I'm not even a Cowboys fan. <laughs> this is the home signed by legendary Cowboys Peyton Manning, Ryan Lee, Charles Woodson, and Curtis Enos. It was a gift from Gil Grant oh, wow. way back in the day when I used to work for Gil. I got you. I, Dave, I was just saying a moment ago, you were uh, uh, Tyvis was asking about Kenny Pickett. I, even, even in a two-quarterback league, most weeks, you're not you're not wanting to start Kenny Pickett, right? Definitely not this week against Buffalo. How about this for your very first NFL start? You're on the road at Buffalo. The Bills have the top pass defense in the National Football League. They're getting pressure on everybody. Your offensive line stinks. And you're expected to go out there and win the game for the Steelers. This is a bad spot for Kenny Pickett, and it's a bad spot for Pittsburgh. Well, well let me ask you, what, what am I supposed to do with Deontay Johnson? Uh, is 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 he, he? Do I move him out and put Tyler Lockett in? Since obviously Geno Smith and the Seahawks are the, he's a thing. The, now. They, they, it's a thing now. <laughs> he's my flex quarterback. Like, I love him. What, what are we doing there? Uh, we're starting Tyler Lockett over Deontay Johnson, and the problem with Deontay Johnson is that Kenny Pickett's his quarterback, and the matchup against Buffalo is dangerous. I'm going to recommend him as a sit to everybody this week, and I'm going to do the same thing with Najee Harris. I'm going to do the same thing with Pat Fryermuth. There, there isn't a Pittsburgh Steelers player that I'm going to feel good about starting this week. Wow. There will be matchups down the line that I think will be pretty good, wow. but I wouldn't expect any of those matchups uh, relatively soon to be great for the Steelers. Kenny Pickett's got a long way to go to show that those guys can be trusted in fans. Mm. 
Dave, let's talk about the uh, Broncos running back situation. Javante Williams is out for the year with torn ACL. Obviously, Melvin Gordon in most leagues is already pro is already rostered, if not every league. Yeah. He's going to go up. But is he going to be the bell cow or is, is Mike Boone? Or I know they, they just picked up Latavius Murray. Are those guys in the mix worthy of picking up or no? He, Gordon might be the quote-unquote bell cow this week. But this is a team – they had Javante Williams and they were splitting work with him. Right. With Melvin Gordon. They clearly like to use multiple running backs. And Gordon is 29 years old. He really hasn't flashed a lot of speed, but he's flashed butterfingers. He's had four fumbles yep. through the first four games of the year. He's lost two of them. Wow. It's hard to trust these guys yeah. in fantasy. And they're going up against Indianapolis. The best part of that whole Colts team right now is their run defense, even without Shaquille Leonard on the field. So I wouldn't feel really good about any Broncos running backs. And if you spent a ton of fab on Melvin, not on Melvin, he was gone, but on Mike Boone or on Latavius Murray, um, my apologies, you probably spent too much. They are not going to be assets in fantasy. Curtis Samuel was a guy a lot of people have spent fab money on, had his first bad game last week, anomaly last week. You still trust him? Still, is he a wide receiver three? Is he a flex or is he not even that? I think the whole dynamic of that Washington offense is changing, Bull. They're expecting Brian Robinson potentially playing as soon as this week. And you might have noticed that Carson Wentz has been throwing the ball a ton to start the season. It's because they can't run the ball. They don't trust Antonio Gibson as a runner. They don't trust J.D. McKissick much as a runner either. But they need to do something to get that run game going. Brian Robinson is who they identified even before the preseason as their best running back. He's hard-nosed, north-south. He'd be Browns fans would love a guy like this. Not that they need a guy like this. They've got two guys who are already like this. But he's a tough runner. And I think fantasy managers who stash Brian Robinson will reap some rewards eventually. I think this week they're probably going to limit his work if he plays at all. If he's out, I like Curtis Samuel. If he's in, I don't like anybody in that Washington passing game. <laughs> hey, is Butker ready to go? What's the deal? <laughs> kicker question? Kicker question. The reason I ask that is because I'm, I always hold a kicker almost the whole year. I'm not one of these guys that picks them up week to week. And I think the reason I asked the kicker question is because I think he's the kicker, isn't he? I mean, his team is going to score a lot of points, going to kick a lot of extra points. He's got a good leg. He's got a great leg. Jay, I, I'm not sure. I think that that's one that you'll have to wait on the Chiefs a little later on in the week. They've been kind of – they've been doing that whole waiver wire game with kickers. They yeah. had that more. They got rid of him. They got another Matt last week, and they used him. Once Butker's back, you're right. There's no doubt he's one of the best kickers in fantasy football. It's just a matter of when that happens. Yeah. Dave, I'm curious. Guys like, you know, Jeff Wilson's played well without Elijah Mitchell there. Uh, obviously, Jamal Williams, a veteran back, has played very well without, without DeAndre Swift. How much of a role will those guys have when they come back? Swift's been very injury prone. He might be, you know, he was kind of splitting with Jamal to some degree anyway. What kind of role do you expect for those guys once the starters come back? So you asked about Jamal Williams and the other running back you asked about? Jeff Wilson with the Niners. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I, I think we can wait a long time on Elijah Mitchell coming back in San Francisco. So as long as Jeff Wilson is healthy, and that's been an issue for him, he's going to get you 15 touches a week in a scheme that is favorable for running backs. So I don't mind using him, especially this week against Carolina. Uh, yeah, Jeff Wilson's a must-start. And Jamal Williams is too. And even when DeAndre Swift comes back, I'm not going to say, Bull, that it's going to be an exact 50-50 split. It's probably going to be in the neighborhood of 60-40. But the Lions have played more snaps inside the 10-yard line on offense than any other team in the NFL, and they are tied with the Chiefs for the most touchdowns. And Jamal Williams is a huge part of it. Their offensive line is a huge part of it. They've got a great line, and they work behind it really, really well. It's a good offense, and it's great for fantasy because their defense is terrible. So I think you're going to continue to see Lions players put up a lot of numbers, including this week against New England. Before we go to the fan questions, last one. Jamison Williams, speaking of the Lions, when is it, if you're in a league that doesn't have an IR spot or something like that, when do you start thinking about picking him up? Way too early? You're, I, I think you're several weeks away. Now, they can activate him at any time, but uh, we talked to Amon Ross St. Brown two weeks ago on our fantasy football show on CBS Sports. And he told us that Jameson hadn't even begun practicing yet. So right. I think it's going to be a while. If you can't use an IR spot on him, uh, I think you let him sit on waivers. You you might be a month before you even think about picking him up. Okay. 
McNuggets, you got the questions? Yeah, we got three questions from the internet, Dave. And whenever we ask the internet for questions, it's brought to you by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits. PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. All right, we got three for you, uh, Dave. First and foremost, Matt Stafford or Trevor Lawrence this week? It's Lawrence, and it's Lawrence by a mile. Next, should I start Chris Ol- – well, not I, but this from Sean Clefan. Should I start Chris Olave? Uh, I mean, are you starting him over Cooper Cup? I think that's kind of dumb. I mean, but if you're Stafford. starting him – just starting him in general seems to be a good idea. He's identified If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And last but not least, who has more trade value right now, DJ Moore or Kyle Pitts? Yeah, the lesser of two evils there, Mike. Um, I, I think Kyle Pitts probably has a little bit more trade value because he's a tight end and because most leagues you have to start a tight end it's just one of those things in fantasy and because of that because of his upside fantasy managers who are are kind of streaming the position they're picking a different guy each week they'd love to get pits on the cheap plunk him into their lineup and cross their fingers that he starts to get more targets from marcus mario dave what's with all the rings behind you by the way we got to know about that before you go they're all Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, or University of Miami rings. In other words, rings that people in Cleveland would probably melt down and turn into like a license plate holder or something. <laughs> yeah, I oh, think so. Man, you guys awesome. won't appreciate these rings, but yeah, I no, definitely No, that's true. They'd want to melt them down. You're right. Thanks, Dave. We'll talk to Thanks, you next Dave. week. No, it you got it, guys. Good luck to you, please. And Mikey, one and three and tenth? Seriously? Listen, I have Kyle Pitts and DJ Mo- not DJ Moore, but – Kyle Pitts and Jonathan Taylor have done nothing in three weeks. It's, it's been tough. I yeah. tried warning you on Jonathan Taylor. I told you. I, it, I had to take him, but he's been tough. What were you telling you? You didn't tell me, Jay. No, I, I did. I asked you. Well, the very first question I ever asked you is, I Jay's said, right. every year there's this overwhelming yeah, number right. one pick, right. and he never pans out two years in a row. And I said, Taylor's yeah. not going to do it again. It's still early, but right now you look right. No yeah. doubt. You're right, Jack. Thanks. We'll see you next Wednesday Thanks, for Wave the Wire Dave. Wednesday. Oh, I'm always afraid of those guys. The guys that because I've been burned many times. I've had the number one pick. And Although I think Cooper guys, Cup was actually the best fantasy player, and he's backed it up so far this that's year. That's the guy that I recommend. Well, that's because Matt Stafford sees nobody else but him. Well, oh, I got him. Well, Allen hey, Robinson shot. Allen Robinson can't get open for whatever reason. He's a producer. And and I, correct. I, I, took him, I took him in the first round. He's smart. Like wide receivers. I think it's very difficult for running backs to produce like that. <laughs> yeah. Every single year. And, and it's tough. The, the scoring in this league is a little different. It's, I think it's a half point for PPR, right? That's a full point. No, full point for PPR. W- because these scores, some of my other leagues, the scores are, are ridiculous. <laughs> They're like, catch is getting. Th- what do you get for quarterback touchdown passes? Uh, four, I believe. It's yeah. six. It's six. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's six everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in a super flex league, and it's four as well. Yeah, and I think the mistake a lot of folks made is the first year we've done it. I think the mistake a lot of folks made was automatically going with that quarterback as your as your right, which is what Jason did, but he got it right because it's been Lamar. Yeah, and I and I've been lucky too. I got it right also. If you get you know you got so now listen, I initially (laughs) took Dak. Happy. No, listen, I I initially took Dak as as my second quarterback, and I thought you know what that that's going to be okay because I have Mahomes number one, so I have Patrick Mahomes and Dak. When Dak went out, Geno was available in my league, and I said, I just, I got a feeling that Geno's going to put up numbers. Man, he's played yeah. well. Man, and he is real. I'm in first so place. So you dropped Dak for Geno. And their defense. No, I kept Dak. I yeah. kept Dak. I, I just, dropped another wide receiver. Right, right. Because right. I'm not ready to give up on Dak. Huh. I, I, and I there might it. be times where Dak is a better play than Geno or whatever. 
So I'm I'm, I'm keeping yeah. all three for now. I went out on a limb and I said, let me get Jalen Hurts. And yeah, he's, he's, put, and he's proved dividends. Yeah, that's a good. He has been phenomenal. I got him really in the home. So uh, hopefully, hopefully they have, they work with me down the stretch. I have to. I, I yeah. think. I think. Jalen is not going to be able to keep this up. I'm a little scared about defenses that. are yeah. going to figure out what they're doing, and I just I don't think he's that guy. Long. I don't he think Gino's going to keep it up. I know he runs. I know he runs, but you know he'll still be a good fantasy player, even if the offensive, even if, if the passing, if the run yards are still there. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what they would by the goal line. By the goal line, he, yeah. he, he has an option to score. That's the goals. difference. That's why Jason and, and G because they're quarterbacks. They hit on their quarterbacks. Yeah, Mike. I, the rest of the team, my team is great, but my quarterbacks are not great. Yeah. I have Joe Burrow and Kirk Cousins, and neither's really done anything yet. So they've that's, been, that's my downfall. They've been, yeah, but they've both been kind of average. All right, uh, final takes. Bull, what do you got? You ready to like Well, G asked me to uh, school him up on yes. bar mitzvahs, so, uh, you know, I'll give you a little. I mean, not that I'm very religious, but I did have a bar mitzvah myself when I was 13 years old. It was the day before my 13th birthday. So, for those who don't know, for those who are not Jewish or don't know anybody who is, uh, when when a boy or girl now it used to be girls would have their bat mitzvah for a girl it's a bat mitzvah bat for a boy it's a bar mitzvah bar it used to be girls would get get it at 12 years old and boys at 13 you supposedly in according to you know the religion you you become a woman or become a man at that age and generally women are more mature than men certainly in our case that's the case we're very immature most women are more, are more mature. Uh, but now it's everybody does it at 13 for whatever reason. I don't know why that has changed. And what you do is the the uh, you have to read from part of the Torah. Does everybody know what the Torah is? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you know anyway, and you have to read. You're supposed to read in Hebrew. I couldn't read Hebrew worth a bleep when I was a kid. So the guy who was teaching me my lessons had to write everything like phonetically in English because I couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't get the Hebrew down. Cheat code. My my niece and nephew. This is uh, my nephew. My wife's uh, my wife's nephew. You know, he's my nephew too. But it's from my wife's side of the family, and uh, he's will be able to read the Hebrew. My wife has to read a portion as an honor. My honor for this is I I get to hand him his talis. The talis is like um, how can I describe it? It's uh, it's it's a piece of clothing that you put around your shoulders. It's almost like a big scarf, if you will, mm-hmm. and it has some Hebrew writing on it. My wife and I bought him his talis for his bar mitzvah, and I give it to him to put on, and there you go. Plus, I've been asked to do a few other things along the ceremony. So you have uh, a, a Saturday ser- Saturday morning services. You know, Christians obviously you go to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We go to temple on Sat. I don't go to temple, but when we did, when I did as a kid, we went on Saturday. And uh, so that that's the deal. So you, the bar mitzvah is on Saturday. He reads from the Torah. We and then we go have a party after that and eat a lot of food. Does it, do they have to wear something specific? Like you got to wear the talis, which is like the scarf, uh-huh. and you dress up. Yeah, you dress up like this event is like a wedding. I mean, that's okay. the mm-hmm. food so is suit and tie. the food is crazy. You, I'm wearing a sports coat and a tie. Yes, oh, and yes. this is just and you have this for all children, right? Well, in theory, I mean, at this point, my wife and I are not necessarily going to do it for my son because we're not very religious. Mm-hmm. We're very proud of being Jewish culturally, but we're just you know, not very religious people. And my son, you know, he went to Hebrew. You got you, most a lot of Jewish kids will go to Hebrew school. Just like I remember when I was a kid, a lot of the the Catholic kids would go out to uh, leave school early on Wednesday to go to some sort of Catholic service. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't remember what it was so many years ago. You go on like a weekend. I hated going to Hebrew school myself. Uh, my parents would often get called that I was being a class clown, and so I'd get in trouble you, for that. You I too? can't imagine. Yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> that coming. Yeah. And we'll get more on that for, from my my teacher, Mr. Brown, when he joins us some, at some point. But uh, anyway, so my son is went to Hebrew school for one year, but we're not making. Now there are gifts yet. involved, right? Usually financial. Yeah, I mean, you get it's like it's like a wedding in a way. Yeah, yeah. wow. I mean, it's yeah. And, and so your nephew's going to walk away with a nice piece of coin. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a big affair too. They're spending sure. a boatload of money on this thing. And, right. And really quickly, this is yeah. my last question. Yeah. Can you explain? So you, you, there's a lot of people who are Jewish but not yeah. are practicing Jewish. I, mean, people. I don't think that's unique to Judaism. I think there's plenty of people that consider themselves Christian or Catholic and. But, it's funny for me. Where but I there's grew up, a cultural piece, right? You said you were cultural. Right, I right. think of it that way. Okay. I mean, there's a, but there's a lot of people that grow up Catholic or grow up Protestant or whatever, and then, yeah. but they're not religious. They don't go to, right. to church or whatever. It's, for me, it's so funny because when I grew up, every, all of my friends were either Jewish or Catholic. Okay. I didn't know because all my friends were either Jewish or Italian. 
you know, most Italians are Catholic. So mm-hmm. yep. I, to me, I didn't, I, as a young kid, I didn't even know the different. I didn't know like Catholic and Christian. I didn't know that there was like different right. parts of it, obviously, as I got older. But as a kid, all my Christian friends were Catholic. So I didn't know that there was anything else as a young child, but obviously that changed too. But, but yes, I think of my, you know, I'm proud of my heritage. Obviously, my family had to go a lot through, through a lot in Europe. Just the fact that I'm able to live because of what they have. Obviously, you know, I had family members killed in the Holocaust, like most Jewish people in America. Fortunately, my grandparents, uh, you know, made it here. My great-grandparents made it here. But, uh, but you know, there were other family members that did not. But not to be, I don't want to be depressing. But uh, anyway, so yes, I don't really, I was, my my family was religious when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my dad grew up in a very religious home. Mm-hmm. We went to a conservative temple. So in, in, in Judaism, I don't know why I'm going so far, but there's, there's kind of like four levels of religion. There's the, there's the Hasidic, who are the people that you see with the, like the curls. Mm-hmm. You, you probably don't see you probably yeah, A lot of New Jersey. They, they're like rabbis. They, they, it's, it's like, they wear the big, the big hats on yeah, their head. Yeah. They, they wear that all the time. Then there's Orthodox, which is a little – it's very deep, I know. Uh, they're, 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 they're a little less religious, but they, a lot of those people – a lot of people who are Orthodox will walk around with the yarmulke all the time, but they don't have the curls coming down and stuff. And then there's conservative, which is what I was as a kid, and then there's reformed, which is like liberal Judaism, you know, which is the temple that I yeah. would go to if I went to the temple. See, this, the only reason I ask yeah. this, and you can wrap this up for my yeah. first day, sometimes I think people don't – they don't – we don't we don't just spend enough time asking about who people are and what their religions are, right? Like we don't have to be like I was honestly interested in in learning about Thank what you go through. That, yes. And I think I think we could do that. We should be able to do that in 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 sports in reg- regular life. They always tell you, "Oh, don't you just stick away from that." No. But I think if you have conversations with people and you learn who people are, I, you can always learn about somebody else's uh, culture, religion, yeah. and it's good. Right? A lot of time people don't have fears of other people because they don't know somebody of a religion or a race or, or, or sexual orientation, whatever it may be. I, I was actually asked once when I was living in upstate New York because there were some people that lived in upstate New York their whole life. They never met anybody Jewish. One person actually asked me if I have horns. It's crazy, Because right? this is one of these bad stereotypes. Like, I can't even say it's a stereotype. It's like you go on crazy chat boards, you see all kinds of wacky stuff. And he didn't mean it offensively. Like he didn't know any better. Wow. And I talked to him about it. And this, this like blows, blew my mind at the time. But I, you know, whatever. So people don't know. These so, discussions you know. are good. The, typically, yeah. I think people in most settings are afraid to, like, I know when I was growing I grew up in the Midwest and, and I'm Catholic and most yeah. of my friends were Catholic. Right. Like, uh, when I, not so much when I went to college because Bowling Green was in the Midwest and I didn't yeah. really have any Jewish friends there. But when I moved to the Northeast, mm-hmm. right, I, 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 I was so culturally ignorant on the whole thing. Hmm. And I, a lot of Jew, Jewish people work in media. Mm-hmm. So I had yes. a lot of Jewish friends at ESPN. Yeah. And I remember many times over lunch, they would take me to delis and explain right. the, the traditions right, and why right. they do certain things. Yeah. And I was a sponge. I, I asked a million questions. And I would say, I hope these don't offend you. And they would say, I wish more people did. No, yeah, and it's good. It's good to have these conversations. That's what you need. That's how you, you, make the, you need to make the world a better place. Everybody needs to, to take somebody under their wing and teach them because a lot of people don't know a lot of things. And they're interested. And you got to be you got to be kind enough to take them and teach them your part of the culture so when they go out into the regular world, they actually have some type of uh, knowledge of mm-hmm. what's going on right. in people, other people's world. So I think that's, that's actually really breaks good. down barriers Exa- that lead to division. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is like if a lot of people from New York City, even if they're not Jewish, have some Jewish culture because there's a Jewish culture in New York City mm-hmm. in general. Very much so. And and it was weird because even when I meet Jewish people here, it's different. There's a different Jewish culture. If you live on the east side of Cleveland, you live in Beachwood right. and areas like that. It's just it's just different. But you know, it's okay. It's okay. We can be. We don't have to all be the same. It'd be boring if we all look the same and had the same religions. And mm-hmm. we have some variety. And as long as we're open-minded to other people's ideas and religions and thoughts, and politics too. Like, sure. you know, I know we don't want to go in politics. I'm not really going to. But like, I remember there was one guy on Twitter who I was friendly with, and he's a real conservative, and I'm a real liberal. And I said to him, let's go for lunch. Let's talk about it. Let's see what we can agree on. Yeah. And we don't do enough of that. Even I don't do enough of that. I'm looking to uh, do this. But we, I rem- I'll never forget that because we had a really great conversation and we saw eye to eye on more, th- more things mm-hmm. than we thought we yeah. would have mm-hmm. by the time it was yep. done. You know? I mean, yeah, we, we don't have that. We need we, more conversations. And me too. And like, we don't need to hate each other. Let's try to find our commonalities more than 
the differences are interesting and, and they're things we should talk about, but we don't need to dwell on the differences. McNuggets, guys. We got a little bit of breaking news real quick. Oh, the yeah. first pitches for the Guardian series oh, have been it's announced. Be early oh, good. Game, I'm sure. On Friday, first pitch between Tampa Bay and Cleveland will be at 12.07. Oh, it's the figured. noon game, so we'll, yeah. it'll be live. Probably will be, we'll be all three show. during the show. Saturday, also 12.07 on noon. However, Sunday, if it goes, they have given it a little buffer room with the Browns game also being a 1 o'clock. Good. 4.07 first pitch. That was my biggest concern. My biggest concern was they were going to stick us in the afternoon also on Sunday if needed. I figured last night when the Braves won the East, I said, oh, this is not good right. for Guardians hoping for a primetime game. Yeah, especially they're playing the Rays. I mean, they, yeah. they have I mean, no market. two of the smallest. It's probably the Mets have three smallest. primetime games. Well, of course. No I mean, they're, no the, they're the biggest yeah. market, and they're going to always be in primetime. And the Guardians and the Rays are probably yeah. the smallest playoff right. markets. Which, that are, that I, as much as we're frustrated by it, I get it, because sure. more people are going to watch the Yankees and the Astros because it's more interesting. However, if the Guardians win, which I'm confident they will, uh, they'll play the Yankees, and so they'll get better time. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be in prime time against the Yankees, yes. Yeah. So that'll be, it's gonna be interesting. At how that we, point, you don't have wild card games. It's right, just right, right. four teams in yes. each league that are left. Yeah. It's going to be interesting how we handle that come Friday. We'll have a game going on while we're That's well, first. We'll on be, the air. We'll be giving live updates. Yeah. I mean, we can't do play-by-play. We can't, yeah. but, but we can certainly discuss what's going on in the game. And, and let's face it, we have to keep this in mind. Anybody that's interested in what's going on in the game, yeah. they sure as hell are not watching us. That's yeah. right. So yeah. we, have to, we have to sort of temper that. <laughs> Um, with with that information. Mm. Oh, I also seen. Uh, I think Mary Kay tweeted that Miles Garrett practice but limited, like very. He's limited practicing yeah. today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's something. We're also gonna have a Guardians post game show after each playoff game. By the way, G. Bush and Earl. So even after that. even after Friday, game one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to find a way to rewind and catch up, watch that first hour before. Yeah, they, uh, that's gonna be hard. But it's gonna yeah. be tough. Earl the pearls. Earl. Yeah, I'll be back on the Guardians post game when I get back into town. But unfortunately, I got to be away this weekend. So you, is today your last day? It is. Yeah, you leave, you leave tonight. I'm or getting tomorrow? on the plane in about four hours, five okay, hours. Very good. Yeah. Well, have, have a safe time. Thank yeah. you. Safe and travels, and, and uh, enjoy your your nephew's bar mitzvah. Thank you. I hope everything goes well. And yes. congratulations to him. Yes. Congratulations Thank you. to him. Yeah. All right, we've got less than three minutes, so I don't know, Ty. You yeah. got anything? The only thing I was going to say was that the Brown secondary got to come to play. Mm. Um, we got we invested a lot of money in there, and it's a lot of hype that's been going on about them. And this is the game where we're gonna find out if this secondary is really legit or not. And if I know, like I know, it's on y'all. You know, you you can look at the defensive line and say who is in there, who ain't in there. At the end of the day, you can help this team by covering your guy and creating coverage sacks. So right now, you guys are the focal point. Y'all the strong suit. Y'all the guys that's fully healthy. And it was nice seeing Dale Pitt and Denzel play well last week because those are the two guys that kind of haven't been playing well this season. So y'all need to carry that momentum, and y'all have to be the heart and soul of that defense because if we're going to win this game, it's going to be because the passing defense is there. I agree with that. D. Bush. That's all I had. I'm good. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. By the way, I'm Browns 31. Since I'm not gonna be here Friday, Browns 31, Chargers 30. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Wow. 31, 30, Browns. Ball. I had 27, wow. 20, but yeah. You got Browns you're winning. You're here on Friday. Yeah. Stop. Hey, oh, you're here Friday. Don't give your predictions now. He might oh, I am here Friday, ain't yeah, I? I'm <laughs> here. Plenty of time between now and then. If listen, if if we find out that Miles Garrett is playing, that will change my prediction for the game. But, I think he's that. Big of a impact player. That's, we don't and I know. got the Guardians sweeping the Rays. Please let them sweep the Rays. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians over the Rays, baby. Please. All right, we're out of time. Uh, 22 hour break. Back tomorrow on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. There, there you it go. is. Better, better. It is the five star handshake. Yeah. Right there. Smooth. And he called you bro, too. Bro. What respect. Right off the show. <laughs> bro. I love Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.